Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Hey, this is Red Band, and you're listening to Kill Tony. Check out our website, DeskSquad.tv. There you can find everything, including past episodes, or click on tour dates. We're always at the Comedy Store every Monday at 8 o'clock in the main room, but we're on the road. We're going on tour right now. We're going to be in Cleveland, Cincinnati, Fort Wayne, Indiana, Nashville, Lansing, Michigan, Grand Rapids, Michigan, and Detroit, Michigan, Toronto, and a bunch of dates. Just go to DeskSquad.tv and click on tour dates. Also, check out Tony Hinchcliffe's website, TonyHinchcliffe.com. There you have everything Golden Pony, including his own tour dates and his merch. Also, Ryan J. Ebelt, he's the house artist. He draws every single episode. Check out his website, RyanJEbelt.com. And last but not least, get the Kill Tony shirt at ShopSquad.tv. We have the Kill Tony shirts. We also have Death Squad merch. And that's ShopSquad.tv. Now, this episode is uh, from Just for Laughs. Uh, they uh, were supposed to record this episode, and they forgot to. And so this is a backup recording. It's not the best. I fixed it up as good as I could. Uh, unfortunately, this was not my fault, so I'm sorry. Uh, it's not as bad as it could be, though. So here's a new episode of Kill Tony. Hey, this is Redman coming live from Montreal for the 2018 Just for Last Comedy Festival for a brand new episode of Kill Tony. Give it up for According to the staff here, hundreds of people are still getting drinks. <laughs> That's what I was told before the show. That's a Kill Tony crew for you. So we're at half capacity right now for those of you listening to the podcast because there's so many people still getting drinks. We have a bucket here with about 15 people's names in it. Who would have thought? You would have told me we're coming to the biggest comedy festival in the world. I would have said probably more sign-ups than ever. But 15 souls are in this bucket. Came all the way here, this big giant production for what appears to be our smallest show ever. <laughs> big 400 seat venue, just a quarter packed. It's pretty exciting. But this is what we do, we roll through things. The uh, great and powerful Brian Redman is here, sitting on Came out here on one leg, this is goddamn Nancy Kerrigan of comedy. Busted his knee last week in New York City at Skankfest, yes. and here he is, hobbling around Montreal all week. Yeah. I'm excited Great. about it, though. We're having fun. He's drinking all the pain away, and yes. uh, I'm excited about things. Excited to be back here, our first time here in Montreal, and uh, let's get this thing started, shall we? Uh, you guys know how it works. You guys are fans of the show, I'm guessing, right? About, uh, very excited about uh, this episode specifically for many reasons, but uh, also because every single show we always give you two of the funniest comedians in the world. This week is no different. Make some noise for BJ Overson and Sean Ryan. Yeah. 
shows here and uh, tonight he's doing this. Yes, it is good of me. <laughs> Big J Okerson is in the motherfucking house, ladies and gentlemen. He did one uh, last week, live from Skankfest, uh, oh, yeah. one of the other great festivals in the world. I don't think I'm allowed to legally say it's my favorite festival <laughs> while I'm here, but uh, this is... There's uh, no officials listening to this right now. Yeah. I think you're underselling yourself, buddy. I think we have... Six ace of this room full. So they're starting to stumble in. They told me hundreds of people were still getting drinks at the bar. I think they hundreds. told me that to help my confidence. <laughs> There's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, thousands of people still getting drinks, Tony. To start the show, they're going to stumble in. You're an average height. This isn't the show, probably, though, to have this see through names bowl, right? <laughs> It's our first time having a crystal clear bowl. Yeah. The smallest amount of names we've ever had for any show since episode one. I mean, this is a throwback episode. So many people. Uh, I'm excited, though, because this probably means that it's not a lot of, you know, extremely established comedians. Hopefully there's uh, maybe a couple people out there that signed up. Maybe it's going to be their first time tonight. We have double stairways. Uh, so wherever you are, you know, and the place is half-packed, so you're not going to trip over anything. So just make your way down after we call your name. And uh, I think there's only one more thing to do. Uh, we have a band, believe it or not. I called them the best damn band in the land. We couldn't bring the whole thing out with us, but uh, I'm pretty sure you're going to be excited about who came. Ladies and gentlemen, every single week he commits to different characters. I never know what he's going to do. He went to the green room and locked himself in pretty early tonight. So let's see what it is. It is the leader of the Kill Tony band, the best damn band in the land. It is Jeremiah Washington. There we go. Shanks, for those of you that might not know, is uh, one of our favorite characters. He's always recently just broke out of prison, and uh, he is here. How did you? How did you legally get to Montreal? Yo, man, I started digging weeks ago. <laughs> he shawshanked his way into the house. Yo, I lost my shoes, cuz. Uh, and the great Bible Josh Martin's here with a uh, saxophone on a bag of goodies. Who knows what's going to happen here. This is Josh Martin's first ever JFL. Make some noise for Josh. Alright, well, we got Shanks. I'm excited about this. Jimmy, what do you think about this guy? You ever been here at uh, uh, XCon? I think I can't be alone in being confused by the whole concept. <laughs> so he's an ex-con that plays the, the, the saxophone. Yeah, man, go ahead and eat your tea and trumpets, bitch. <laughs> tea and trumpets? Yeah, that's what the expression is, right? Tea and trumpets. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you guys ready to start this thing? All the pieces are in place. 
place. I have a bucket absolutely filled to the shallow bottom brim with names. Overfilling. I can pull out a name, and uh, when I pull out your name, you get 60 seconds uninterrupted. You could lie to your friends and say you were a performer at JFL in Montreal. You get 60 seconds, and you know your 60 seconds is up in here. The, the sound of a kitten. Sound of a kitten. That means wrap it up then, or else you're gonna bring out the angry West Hollywood bear. He made it all the way from America as well. You guys ready to start this thing or what? It's the first ever Hilton live in Montreal. And getting us started, doing 60 seconds uninterrupted, goes to Vance Michael. Everybody, how y'all doing? It's not a surprise that I'm black, and I want to tell you, since we get intimate and in a room full of people, I want to tell you what's my favorite thing about being black. You guys want to know? Yeah. Of course, of course, of course. So, one of my favorite things about being black is sometimes when it's dark in some places, like back there in this room, or when it's nighttime outside, I can pull my dick out and no one know. It's like I can take a piss right there, right near your feet. And you wouldn't even know, I could take a piss. Like back there in that dark corner, no one would freaking know. It's like, I'm the invisible man, but I have an invisible dick. <laughs> hey, this looks like I can still got some time. Hey, you know what? <laughs> um, I'm 37, you know what I'm saying? I'm getting old, you know what I'm saying? I feel it in my knees, you know? So when I fall down, I don't get back up as I, I don't get back up as fast as I used to. And when I go to the bathroom. Go ahead, go ahead. I want to hear it. When you go to the bathroom, what? Yeah, momento. Okay, when I go to the bathroom, right? And I go to the bathroom and I take a piss, right? And I finish peeing and I put my dick back in my pants. I'm still taking a piss. It's not like I First of all, we know when you pull your dick out. Uh, it's just no one wants to call the police or anything on you. We know when a black guy pulls his dick out, we can all feel the heat in the room change. Uh, I feel like if anyone here has an invisible dick, it would be me. <laughs> you're, you're, I mean, the cliche is not you have an inconspicuous penis, sir. I, I also, I very much like the opening of your set when you went, my favorite thing about being a black guy, would you like to know? And then you genuinely waited for a response. <laughs> I'm very interested to know what would have happened if you'd, if you'd, you'd gone no as an audience. But you were fine, tell us something else. <laughs> I thought it was interesting how many times you said it's uh, what I love about being black. You know what's great about being black? You know what's great about being black? Who wants to know what's great about being black? <laughs> and then you acknowledged it and he went, here's what's great about being black. Yeah, that's premise heavy. <laughs> Indeed, Vance, how long have you been on stand-up? Into the mic. And it's on. Okay. Uh, I'm guessing not saying that into the mic suggests not that long. <laughs> yeah, it's almost two years right now. Two years? Yeah. You do it a lot? Yeah, I've been, uh, I do it almost every day, like two times a day if I can. 
As much as, as much as I can, I love this fight. I just love entertaining people. I love making people laugh. I just love that. Heck yeah. And how old are you? Me, I'm 30. I just turned 37 last week. 37. Uh, yeah, fresh meat. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. You ever been around somebody like Shanks before? You ever gotten in uh, trouble with the law? Uh, the orange jumpsuit is unfamiliar. Yo. <laughs> tell, us, tell us more. Uh, Pulled yeah. your dick out and took a piss on the front row once? Nah. Nah, it's uh, Catch Me If You Can. You ever seen that movie? Yeah, of yeah. course. You that... stole a copy of that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I wish I saw that movie before, but that's what happened. Sorry, that's what happened? Yeah. Have you seen Catch Me If You Can? That's what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, is a, that is a remarkable story. I'm going to let Spielberg yeah, yeah. tell my story for me. Some lazy storytelling right there. I, I, I need you to put the pieces together because we want my radio. So you saw that. Catch Me If You Can, you're at the theater, perhaps you talked too much during the movie. Is that what happened? They called so the day, lights went out, you pulled out your dick, thought it was invisible. <laughs> and I sold, I sold a lot of weed, and that's, that's, that's what happened. Oh, okay. Do you still sell weed? I need some. I just got here yesterday. Oh, yeah. Just kidding, I don't need it. Oh. I already got it. Uh, that's what you got in trouble for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there, what's, uh, what's a prison in Montreal like? Is it like very hospitable and polite? Well, it wasn't here in Montreal. It's from the Cizades. The States. The Cizades. Yeah. <laughs> this guy got swag. <laughs> what, uh, what state were you in when you got in trouble? Uh, New York, man. Are you, are you a cop, man? Are yeah, you? man. What is you? Yeah, your dimple's cute as hell, dog. No, I can't, uh, I can't arrest you twice, but I am a cop, you are. I'm the world's weirdest undercover cop. I guess the podcast is just disguised to make double jeopardy weed bus. Uh, that's fun, Vance. What do you do for a living? I do this, man. You do stand-up for a yeah, living. Yeah. And your opening line was, is this microphone on? <laughs> is that your catchphrase? Is that your get or done? Yeah, I do this, and I'm actually trying to start a little uh, podcast like you guys. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Called Comedy 911. It's called Yo, yeah. I'm looking for a podcast partner, so this is perfect, man. You want to talk about Yeah, man. <laughs> I love it, man. Well, I mean, how do you make a living, though? How do you make money? Oh, right. Oh, the day job is I'm a cook. Your boy do know how to, you know, work his way in the kitchen. You, you know? said cook? Yeah, yeah. What are you cooking? I'm cooking professional. I cook anything, you know? Can I ask when you're cooking, is it uh, dick out, dick in? <laughs> okay, dick is in. Dick is in. Dick is in. Well, how would we know? We can't say that. <laughs> Yeah, the whole thing feels like it's 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 an elaborate sort of uh, alibi. Like, I, I'm sorry, Your Honor. I genuinely thought my dick was invisible. <laughs> I can't believe she saw it. I've said it on record before. What's your love life like? You ever just pull out your dick when you're with a girl and see? Well, that was, that was the old times. That was the old times. Nowadays you can't do that. Nowadays you can't do that. When you say the old times, you mean about a month ago? <laughs> Telling me Harvey Weinstein ruined that for you? <laughs> Did he executive produce Catch Me If You Can? Is that what he was getting at? 
<laughs> saying, otherwise, perfect. Otherwise. Uh, <laughs> I mean, my USB drive's not working. Have you tried blowing weed into it? <laughs> I mean, this lady in the box got a dick. <laughs> no matter. Give it some weed, it'll learn. <laughs> Just sucking each other off anyway. So, Matt, you said the two things in this world that you love are weed and AI robots, right? Yes. Do you have an AI robot at home? Not yet. But, when you say, when you say, sorry, can I just pick you up on a small detail here? There's AI, artificial intelligence, yes, a um, very scary sort of concept. And there's also sex dolls. And I think what you're talking about is a sex doll. <laughs> I want both. I want an AI sex doll. Can you imagine that shit? She'll know exactly what you want. You put in your, you know, your Facebook password. Oh, you're a little creepy like this, that. What is going on? <laughs> oh, you're really putting this guy super Canadian? <laughs> this must be what all Canadian guys are like. I need a robot, mate. Alright. That's what I think Canadians sound like, yes. Every Canadian guy in the room just was like this. Yeah. It's Australian, you son of a bitch. Alright. People often ask how much weed is too much weed, and I would say that much weed. Yes, absolutely. And I love smoking weed, but to think that you're going to get high with a fucking robot, I mean, that's a whole nother level, Matt. Uh, how many times have you done stand-up comedy? I've been doing it for seven months now. Seven months. Yeah. Hell yeah. So maybe like the first seven months is the hardest. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever genuinely, and this is just a man-to-man -man question, Let's not pretend we're on a podcast now, let's just talk like two guys. Have you ever fucked a fleshlight? No. What's the weirdest thing you've ever fucked? That's it. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing? Come on, you're Canadian, there must be something. You ever pour a little maple syrup on your hand and just fucking stroke it to the sweet, sweet syrup? Okay, You ever slam your dick in a laptop and just see what happens? Shanks, how about you? What do you think? Hey, do you want to have sex with a flashlight? <laughs> you got one? Yeah, I named my butthole flashlight. <laughs> My butthole flashlight. <laughs> Matt, what do you do for a living? I think he's in Peaky Blinders. <laughs> now you can get up in my Peaky Blinders. <laughs> right now, like, I'm not working. I'm just, uh, I do a little bit of podcasting. I manage a fighter, but it's not really, you know, a lot of money. I used to own three medical marijuana dispensaries in New Brunswick. So I sold those in October. And now I'm living off that money. Wow, so you have a little bit of savings. Yeah. You manage a fighter. Is that a mixed martial artist or a boxer? Mixed martial artist. Uh-huh. For TKO. TKO. Hell yeah. What's his record? Um, he's 1-0 right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a very promising stuff. <laughs> 6 foot 5, 240 pounds. I think he's going to be going against John Jones in maybe like four years after his suspension. <laughs> wow, you're planning four years ahead. That's pretty uh, good.
man. So you really want to train a robot to, you know, have sex with it and be able to do like chores and stuff around the house? Have you ever thought about just being polite to women? Are you bad with women? Damn. No, I don't think so. What's the last date you went on? When was that? January. January? Yep. Uh-huh. What did you do? Where'd you meet the girl? Uh, at my dispensary. At your dispensary? <laughs> the one that you sold in October? Yeah. Uh, you get out less than I do. <laughs> so in October, you're like, hey, what's up? You want to hang out in January? Yeah. Yeah, you know, Hell yeah. And then it worked out. And then where'd you take her? Where do you live? I live in Montreal now. You live in Montreal and you yeah. brought her here? Yeah, I, I'm from New Brunswick, Moncton, and I moved here in February. Yeah, I can tell you're from New Brunswick by your accent. <laughs> I don't know what that's supposed to be. <laughs> so, like, on this date where you took her to Montreal, where'd you take her? Did you take her to a bar? Did you have some drinks? What'd you, what'd you do? Took her all around town. Just walking around? She must have been you know? fucking exhausted. <laughs> Just walked her like a gigantic dog, huh? <laughs> what you're going to do with your AI robot <laughs> You regaled her with stories of a fighter who's going to beat John Jones in four years in your dream. I'd bring it back to my place, but there's computer parts everywhere, and I'm trying. I keep making really dumb suck-dick robots. Just, I think I'm missing one thing. Now, do you like performing oral sex on women when you have the chance? Like, have you ever had the chance to do that? Because you're going to lose that part when you uh, hook up with a robot. They're not going to be able to have an actual vagina. Yeah, yeah. I think they will. Yeah. Oh my god, look at you. <laughs> Standing up while you come to creepo right now. Oh, you can oral. Uh, yeah. But you wouldn't get the satisfaction of making it come. each other in the <laughs> John Jones I'm a foil. foil. A robot. Hey. Alright. Um, well, um, Matt, anything else about you? Any other fun facts? If, we, if the book of Matt Melanson came out, what would be a chapter in which we'd be like, oh, that's interesting. I can't believe Matt knows how to do that. Like, any, anything that you're into? Any hobbies or anything like that? Just MMA? Right now, yeah, just strictly MMA. And I think I, I can take this question. He likes, uh, he likes weed. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's that. Podcasting too, man. Oh, Jesus, Jesus. That's that's the fuck is that? Is that fans? Yeah. Put your dick away, boss. I can't see it anywhere. We can see it. Alright, Matt. Well, it was nice to meet you. You got up on the show. Good luck with your uh, your fighters fight in four years and uh, your next date, almost assuredly, for December and uh, everything else you got going on. Matt Melanson, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. What happened there? Oh, hey, what the hell is this guy? How y'all doing? Oh, we remember this character. This is, uh, what, what do they call him? Westworld guy? Yeah, my show got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a cowboy basically from the future? I'm a robot cowboy. Oh, wow. That's very fitting. It's, uh, it's a shame you... Oh, 
uh, the Westworld theme. If you didn't believe that he was a Westworld character, that would have been amusing for you. Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. You guys get the show. You ready to keep it moving? Huh? We are now joined by Westworld Cowboy. It's an exciting episode. Getting to see a few characters from Jeremy. I'm sorry, worried for our Westworld Cowboy that he might get fucked by the seven stand-up. <laughs> we don't do that around Bob Barton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Him and Shanks have very different mentalities, it seems. I pulled another name out of the bucket. Put your hands together for Peter K. <laughs> Hey guys. Hey, okay, so I'll just go over it. So, uh, I'm single now, and uh, I haven't had a date in a while, so I decided to get my prostate examined, and it turns out I'm a premature ejaculator. Yeah, so I wanted to buy a washing machine for my mom, but then I realized I wouldn't need a mom anymore. <laughs> I'm just joking. You can't fuck your dishwasher. Mommy's <laughs> uh, so I remember one time actually with my mom. Actual story with my mom this time. Uh, I was around nine years old. I was walking around with her, and uh, I, I like saw this weird-looking rock. And I like picked it up and I was like, Mom, this is a weird looking rock. And she said, Petey, that would be a weird looking rock if it was induction. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> I got her back. Uh, I didn't go to her funeral. <laughs> uh, okay, last joke real quick. Uh, so I was at a party last Friday. <laughs> squirt your demons early. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you went way over 60 seconds this oh, time. I'm sorry, I didn't even... Hey, you're not premature to stand up. <laughs> <laughs> I must say, I rather like this guy. Yeah, oh, I, I, do, I, do, I kind of think you, kind of, you went on a bit too long there. I thought the joke was just, I haven't had a date in a while, so I wanted to get my prostate checked. That should have been the punchline. <laughs> Why you, you, you kept talking. Yeah, I'm sorry. You get, and then it's... Yeah, and then I think you got a bit confused on the next joke because you said you wanted to buy your mum a washing machine. Yeah, that didn't make any sense at all. Well, well if you wanted to buy yourself a washing machine but then you wouldn't need your mother anymore, that would have at least made sense as a premise for a joke. Exactly. This right. is constructive criticism. No, 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 I appreciate it. Sort of adorable. And when you laughed halfway through, nervously, manically, <laughs> you know, the kind of laugh you might hear from a murderer. <laughs> I thought this guy was a guy who killed and kept his girlfriend. 
No, why would you apologize? It's really funny. It was, it was kind of, it was a lovely kind of nervous, weird energy on stage. I think, I think you need an edit, but I think... It's true. And you came up with a piece of paper. What's on the paper? Uh, it was the jokes in case I just, like, couldn't remember anything. I don't, I would worry about forgetting those. <laughs> For you, you seem adorable. Now, what was your name? It was Peter Kay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, I'm not sure if you're aware, but there's a British comic called Peter Kay, no, 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 who no. is the biggest comic in the UK. <laughs> no, I don't know anything about that. Well, Peter Kay, over the pond here. Right? Over the pond. Right? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I have no idea who the fuck. Are you dancing right now? Peter's a nervous guy. Airport security. <laughs> I know, I look suspicious. I feel like I'm, I want to flag you now. And I don't want my nerves. It's my nerves, guys. Well, just relax. Mate, have you ever tried, have you tried, have you ever tried uh, weed? <laughs> Maybe weed or fucking a robot. Yeah, why not? How long have you been doing comedy? So, six months. Six months? Yeah. Wow. You do it often? No. 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 So, how many times do you think you've been on stage? Well, I mean, like, less than 30 or 40 times in the past six months. Okay. So it's yeah. not too late to change your stage name from Peter K. Yeah. <laughs> Something to think about. Because it's a really big comedian. <laughs> is, um, is, is, your mother, is your mother, is she dead? No, she's not dead. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's just because at some stage she's going to have to see this as no, no, no. My father died in the back of a wagon on a sunny Sunday afternoon. I was four. <laughs> Peter, you a dancer? Your legs haven't stopped moving. So I, 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 I got nervous. nervous. Yeah. Sort of Peter, what do you do for a living? Yeah, so I'm unemployed and I used to be a waiter though. Yeah, where were, we, where were you waiting to? Uh, Dundee's on present, yeah. Dundee's yeah. on Crescent. Yeah, yeah. Were you a nervous waiter too? No, standing tables, wibbly wobbling around uh, like yeah, that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So, oh, what can I get for you? No, you want maybe something? I don't know. Uh, how, how long have you been unemployed for? Unemployed? So I've also been unemployed for six months. Oh, six yeah. months. Yeah. Are you are you getting better at it? Being unemployed? <laughs> yeah, you've been going six yeah, months now. We've already got a day to day, you know, doing stuff. For sure. So, nothing in your set was actually true or based on any truth? No. Uh, what were you going to get to next? You said uh, one more joke. I went to a party right. last Friday. What was that going to be? Was that true too? Was that a made That up? was actually true. Okay, go ahead. Say that. Oh, but it was just an observation. No, you didn't to say it. Okay. Uh, I just said there was a girl at the party and uh, she was a bit of in a bit of a panic, and she looked nervous, and she was running around the party trying to find her beer. She had misplaced her beer. And I realized that there was a bizarre similarity between losing your beer at a party and losing a kid in real life, in that you know you only have a certain amount of time to find it before it just turns up dead. <laughs> ever told you you are a wart on the buttocks of society? No. <laughs> Man, you were right. That wasn't a joke. It was an observation. <laughs> Does anyone else think it's crazy that uh, only 
ex-convict Invisible Dick Vance has been the only comic with a job up here so far. That's <laughs> very impressive. Everybody's unemployed. Peter, what do you do for fun when you're not doing stand-up and you're unemployed? I mean, there must be something yeah. even to, like, uh, flight aviation or, like, a flight simulator. Yeah, that's that's not much, much that. There must be something you're into. And no, you know, I, mean, like, I honestly just stare at the wall for like hours a day. So wow, what a, what, a great, <laughs> what a great business for you to get into. Really, uh, I mean, the natural, nothing better than a natural entertainer. Uh, Where I come from, if you stare at walls all day, you're retarded. <laughs> That's where we all come from, Westworld Cowboy. Well, Peter. There you go. Thank you guys. You did I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Anything else on that piece of paper you want to talk about? Uh, zero fucking things. I get the hell off the stage right now. There he goes. Peter K, everybody. He got like 8,000 of his 10,000 steps in just on the stage. <laughs> Podcast listeners, he was moving the entire time. It was very impressive. It was like uh, watching Dane Cook vicious circle in fast motion. <laughs> Sixty seconds. People without mental illness. How about David Hernan? Is they can't make up their mind whether or not Irish people are really white? Blows my mind. My dad's an Irish immigrant. That motherfucker got skin cancer twice. White as fuck. <laughs> Took me skiing last winter, and we were going past ski patrol, and he was like, thank you for your service. What the fuck, Dad? They're not the cops. <laughs> I, uh, but they're like fair-weather racist towards the Irish, because Mayweather and McGregor fight, and they're like, oh, McGregor's our boy. He's gonna fuck him up. Yeah. He goes down and they're just like, no, it's that dirty Mick blood. It's inferior blood, I tell you. <laughs> anyway, I uh, kind of get it though. Like, I grew up in Boston, and the attitude in Boston among the Boston Irish is just like, hey, are you from America? And they're like, fuck you, I'm Irish! Look at this fucking shamrock tattoo with my mother's initials. It's just, uh, it's a horrible subculture. I, uh, I should have planned something else. I thought of it last night, and I was like, this is gonna be a great idea. It wasn't. Oh, come on. Don't shit on yourself. Let us do that, David. Come on. Don't try to do it yourself. Westworld died. I wanted to like this man because of his skin color. <laughs> but I did not. So, David, you basically came up here. You're from Boston? Yeah, yeah. And that's where you live? No, I live here now. Okay, why'd you move up to Montreal? Uh, I work up here now. What do you do for work? I'm a software developer. Software developer. See that? You can do it all. You can, you can, you can have a job and come here and bomb. You can do it all. <laughs> you can live your dreams and make a living. Uh, so, um, how long have you lived in Montreal now? I've been living here like six, seven years. Yeah. Wow, that's a long time. Yeah. You like it? Uh, I don't know. I was thinking about moving. I like it enough. Yeah, I've been here a while. But, uh, looking for something else, man. Hell yeah. And you decided to talk about how white people 
don't really represent Irish people. Uh, no, man, see what happened was, last night I was in an open mic, and I did that, and it killed, because I think there were some people that were maybe Irish and were loving it. Yeah, and, uh, or and watching the I was like, TV. you know what, that was better. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it would be better than the other shit that I was going to do, so I went with it. Were there a lot of comedians at that open mic? There yeah. were a lot, but there were some, there were some crowd. How much of a crowd, if you had to guess how much of a crowd? Oh, uh, I don't know, like 10, 15. 10, 15 but, it's, it, but how many comedians were there? Sorry, oh, we, probably we, the same we're time. talking about a white, white supremacist rally that he was at last night. When you're very clear, we're talking about that. I think so. And I think he was victimized because he's got Irish heritage. <laughs> and he thought that material would kill. Yeah. <laughs> but if you had less of a neo-Nazi haircut, I think it had every chance. <laughs> yeah, you look like you voted for Trump from Canada. <laughs> I'm pretty blown away that you're the first person up here with a legit job, yeah. and yet, are you wearing a push-down tube sock and an ankle sock? You know what I was going to say? Well, I was seeing the Nike swoosh on one, and I go, oh, that's, you know, Because you know, flashy. and I'm not kidding either, you know that's like my favorite type of insult, because you know when he was putting those on earlier, he's like, fuck, 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 man. If I get fucking pulled out, they probably won't fucking notice. It would be worth it to them to make the one socks different than the other. Joe couldn't even fucking do that. I was just pushing the shoes. I was like, hey, if I may speak for a moment, this man has two different socks. Burn him! Garbage. What the fuck with those socks? In my household, we don't mix people or stockings. Wow. So, David, uh, what are, uh, what's your uh, Irish uh, Bostonian father like? Is he a tough guy? Oh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, he's, uh, he gets drunk and has blood feuds about Cromwell. Like, he'll just yell about Cromwell when he's drunk. And it's been like 400 years, so it's kind of like. He's a super old guy. <laughs> Does he ever complain about his software engineer pussy of a son? <laughs> oh, he's cool? Yeah, yeah, That's fun. Him and your mom are still together? Yes. You go back and visit often? Uh, yeah. Often. You have a bunch of crazy drunk friends back in Boston? Yeah. You drink a lot? Uh, yeah. What's your drink of choice? Uh, you know, beer, whiskey. Sorry, but your question, do you, do you have a bunch of crazy drunk friends? Yes, he's from Boston. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's implied. But it's like, can you give us an example of something crazy you guys have ever done? Like, you ever fucking, like, flip a car when the Bruins won or something? <laughs> Everyone just puts their socks to a fishbowl and grabs it out. <laughs> This guy is never going to wear mixed match socks again for the rest of his life. No, but uh, I'm probably like an hour outside of Boston, so there's not shit to do, so we get drunk in basements and shoot coyotes with a BB gun. Hell yeah. You're from Boston, so you're a fan of the Red Sox or the different socks? <laughs> Stand-up for like four or five months. Four or five months. You do it often? A couple times a week? Yeah, I try to do it at least three times 
What type of software are you making right now? Um, Anything with AI robots sucking dicks and smoking weed? We have an AI team, but I don't work on that shit. No, I build a build web product for a startup in town. They do uh, like chatbot tools. So oh, yeah, cool. tools for other people to build chatbots. A chatbot? Yeah, I've got a friend that's interested in fucking one of them. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Well, David, I mean, you know, you went for it. The one thing I was getting at by uh, asking you how many comedians were at that open mic and to how many audience members is one thing I always say is you got to watch your material at those open mics because sometimes those comedians will laugh at you because they're laughing at your failure. You know what I mean? Or they want you to do that material. Like, hey, let's laugh. I think he's going to kill Tony tomorrow. Let's get him to do this Irish shit. And then they'll, they'll fuck you. And you know what I mean? Like, comedians can fuck you up in those rooms because they, you know, and they also just laugh at shit that they're, they're basically laughing at their own successes. Like, uh uh, better than this guy. <laughs> so you gotta watch it. You know, those open mics, so it could be a bad barometer for, uh, for what happens in front of a live audience, as you saw here tonight. Yeah, I mean, you've gotta watch that and also, you know, write some jokes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing you didn't mention, which is yeah. very important. <laughs> very important. <laughs>
Yeah, um, honestly though, like Montreal, you guys have some fucking babes in here. Like, uh, a lot of beautiful women in Montreal. Um, it's just like, my whole thing is like, I'm really awkward when it comes to picking up girls. Um, I feel like the only way you can pick up a girl in Montreal these days is like, while you're paying for something. And like, and pulling out like a wad of cash or like a bag of cocaine. Being like, hey, what's up? Like, you want a fucking party? Like, okay. Wait a second, I'm sorry Jimmy Carr, but it appears as though one of our favorite characters, Feminist Stacy, has arrived. This is a real feminist, guys. Be careful. First all I want to say, I was being triggered by your filthy set. <laughs> Oh, we're just money hungry whores, aren't we? Um, no. <laughs> Maybe open the door for us, huh? Maybe call us on the phone. Maybe look a woman in the eye if you can. Have some confidence and say, oh, I think we should go on a date. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's go back to Krupa here, who, uh, who, uh, Because you've told them to call you Krupa. <laughs> and Man Pig is his middle name. Krupa, <laughs> where are you going? You're like running to the back of the stage right now. Were you the kid in Witness? Are you this, this, movie. this is a very interesting look. Are you looking forward to growing slowly into the old guy from Poltergeist? <laughs> is Caroline here? Is she, can she come out? <laughs> what was, what was, the, what was the, uh, the, the first joke that you told was about five guys, and the audience, you people, didn't get it. <laughs> he, was, he was upset about it. <laughs> I'm upset about it. But I also, if I'm honest, didn't get it. What were you talking about? So, I don't know Raise the mic to your mouth, it's infuriating me. <laughs> You, do you want me to show you how to hold your own dick? Closer to the mouth. I'm talking to the tip of the microphone, crew, but she's actually right. Closer. I have a lot of guys. Krupa, trust me, you're not doing it correctly. Alright, thank you, thank you, thank you. To explain the joke, I don't know if a lot of you guys are on the tip here, but uh, out of like a lot of the sweat that you do, there's... Is the, is the microphone choosing not to amplify what you say? Real quick, every like 30 swipes you do on Instagram, there's like an ad that pops up. And like, see, like, Montreal, that's fucking five guys, and that's the only thing that I swipe on. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that that's, uh, that's the app telling you that your only chance is uh, with five guys. Like five different guys. It's telling you that that's what you're going to end up fucking. Um, so, Krupa, uh, what do you do for a living? Uh, I'm a bartender and I work for the uh, Montreal Alouettes, the, uh, the professional football team here in Montreal. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, this is what you should have opened with, by the way. <laughs> hold on, hold on. The Alouettes. <laughs>
Oh, here they come, Montreal. Are you ready for your fucking football team? Well, then make some noise for the Professional football, by that you mean uh, soccer, and by that you mean men's soccer? Like Canadian football, so like you guys have in the States. Like Real football. football. Real football, but <laughs> Canadian rules, tackle football. Uh, tackle football? Wait, what? <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you don't know if someone's tackled his ass. It's American football, but it's Canadian football. Canadian rules, we have like three downs as opposed to four downs. <laughs> it sounds like you have Down syndrome. <laughs> three downs? What the fuck kind of game is this? Are women allowed to play at these? <laughs> three downs? So it's, it's more of like a passing league because like you have like first down, second down, and if you don't like... Oh, I'll pass, alright, I'll pass. I'm never watching that shit. <laughs> uh, wow. How long have you worked with the Alouettes? Uh, it's my uh, third season. Uh, yeah, I'm a coordinator. I'm a marketing coordinator, basically. Oh, okay. Well, let me give you some advice for their help their marketing. Change their name and teach them how to play real football. Will uh, do, Now I'm doing your job for you, group up. Alright, well, uh, anything else interesting about you? Any fun facts about Krupa? Um, you one of those bartenders that like throws bottles around and stuff? You sort of look like you had the hat for it. It's Krupa, it's a thing that kills babies, isn't it? Oh, I, I had that when I was a kid. I had Krupp. It's called Krupp. Krupp? Yeah. Oh, and is that what stunted your growth? <laughs> I'm an average height, Jimmy. I'm 5'9". I mean, you can't make short jokes about me. Because they are not make short jokes about you. In fucking Tony. <laughs> You like, little, you like one of those little things on the top of a wedding cake, that's why I like it. <laughs> it's true, look at me, I'm a six foot three woman. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, Krupa. Krupa has to get back to walking with a lantern across a foggy marsh. <laughs>
case he shows up, you know. Talk about the craziest surprise party ever. That would be that would be the only surprise party where the birthday boy yells surprise, and everybody else is just like, Jesus Christ! Um, well, I, I'm from California, guys, which means I'll always be kind of a douchebag. Uh, that's basically, it's not all that good. Alright, thank you. Just want to finish it, what's the There you go, you're fine, I don't blame you. Getting out on top, Jacob makes up with perhaps the seven nights so far. Finally. I didn't realize we had to break people in California for the show to be funny. Uh, yeah, fuck you guys. That had to sting a little bit, right? But look at the show so far. It was all Montreal people. Anyway, so how long have you been here? Um, I've been here since December. December? You yeah. moved here as well? Mm -hmm. When yeah. brought you here to Montreal? Love. Okay. Really? You yeah. fell in love with a Canadian? Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, wow. Was it Trudeau? Boy, was he hasn't called yet, but... Was it Krupa? <laughs> Are you one of the Alouette? <laughs> uh, that's fun. How long have you been with her? Um, for two years now? Two years. And yeah. it was a long-distance relationship before that? Kind of. I, I used to work in Taiwan, so I lived in Taiwan. I met her on Tinder in Taiwan. And... She was in Taiwan as well. Yeah. And she's just a French Canadian girl. Just in the world. Yeah. So you met her in Taiwan. Are you not slightly concerned that she might be some sort of AI? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's fun. So you moved here uh, December. Uh huh. And uh, how's life changed for you since being a uh, Canadian? Well, never experienced snow before, so this is the first year. That's wow. pretty exciting. Something. Yeah. Definitely, that's fun. Uh, very novel. So everything, even when I was just shoveling snow, it was exciting. Yeah. That's not the mind for shoveling snow. <laughs> that's, yes, that's a different thing. <laughs> that, that almost looks as if you've, you've got your invisible dick out. Feminist right. Stacy? Hi. <laughs> okay, Jacob. Uh, Jacob, how long you been with stand-up? Like four years, I think. Four years? Four that's a great out. performance tonight. Is this the only show you're doing? Stacy, what's going on? I gotta go. I didn't even say anything. You look at me like, Feminist Stacy, you wanna chime in on this? Like, no, I was admiring the romantic story of this man. <laughs> Take a note, fellas, it's still possible. Wow, Feminist Stacy's packing up and leaving the show, ladies and gentlemen. There goes Jeremiah Watkins. He's gonna do new faces tonight, huh? He's here at JFL. Go do another crazy show, this guy. Um, so Jacob, uh, let's talk about it a little bit more. Okay. Um, so you're doing good. You're surviving. What do you do for fun here in Canada? What are some hobbies? Well, besides stand up, I just started playing uh, Gaelic football, which is Irish football. Gaelic football. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know a little bit about Gaelic football. I don't know that it is less gay than Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, can you explain to us a little bit of what happens in Gaelic football? How the rules are different there? It's like soccer, but you can pick up the ball, actually. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> soccer, but you can touch the ball with your hands? <laughs> I mean, that's incredible. That's just basically do whatever the fuck you want ball. Kick it, throw it, it's like bop it. You play it? Yeah, I, play, I actually played in Taiwan as well. I found a team here. <laughs> Hell yeah. 
<laughs> All right, Jacob. Well, um, I mean, that was a very fun set. Yeah, yeah the jokes worked. Yeah, that was that was good. That's maybe a, a note for the others. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You uh, you wrote it before getting here. Uh, you didn't test it out on the bad open mic crowd last night. And you came here. You took your time. You knew the microphone was on. He doesn't appear to be a white supremacist. That's true. <laughs> All the things in this guy's favor. Yeah. Are you are you genuinely from a very religious family? Yeah. yeah. I don't, well, what is it, Catholic or? The Protestant. Protestant, that's not even the God I don't believe in. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jacob, your God helped you through it here tonight. That was a great set. Congratulations. Big signs, big day. Anything else from Jacob? Yeah. I don't know how Gaelic football leagues kick off in Taiwan. How's that? Uh, I wish you were going that. Some coworkers were going in. I was just like a Starbucks and like saw a little like rip tab thing. And it was like, oh, call this number if you want to get in the Gaelic football. Is it my Gaelic mom? Wow. Did you talk Gaelic? You thought Gaelic meant something else to you. <laughs> it's okay. I'll try to find myself in Asia. <laughs> we're going to keep it moving along. There he goes, Jacob Mates, everybody. Keep flying through it, shall we? We're almost there. Let's see what happens. With John Milanos. Everyone, here we go. John Milanos, here he comes. I'm giving a little point to fans. Thank you, guys. Guys, who eats ass? Nobody eats a dirty beef on stage? Guys, I eat ass, I'm a fucking broke community. I can't afford vitamins. I eat ass to build my immune system. Like, if you eat ass in December, you don't get a cold in January, guys, for sure. I guarantee. If you'd ask like in April, you don't get fucking like allergies in May. If you fucking ask like right now, you don't get fucking seasonal affective disorder in October, you're good to go. But when the sun goes down, you get a bit more sad. Just eat ass. Ugh, guys, marijuana is the best. Ugh. Because I eat so much ass, like I don't even think I can probably give blood. You know what I mean? Like if they do a survey, like what did you do this week? I feel like if I gave blood, someone would just wake up like tipsy, a bit high and like with shitty breath, you know what I mean? That's all I got, guys. I guess I don't know. I mean, I think I was more than enough to fill that time. More than enough. I'm sorry. I have one question. Do you do you eat ass? Yes. <laughs> totally. Wow. Well, you. There's a minute, by the way. It would appear. Yeah, I didn't fit that time. It would appear. And I'm not an expert on these things, but it would appear eating ass is very good for your hair. Yes. <laughs> Less eating ass. It is. <laughs> that hair is fart blown. <laughs> For those of you listening to the podcast, John looks like if Hugh Jackman only ate ass. <laughs> he thought he was the greatest showman. You do seem, you do seem remarkable. You look as if you go to the gym a lot. You seem, yes. very, I believe, the term is stacked. And yeah, you've yeah. got sort of Kermit's legs. It's a good look. It's Thank a strong look. Thanks. If anything, the, the top looks bigger because you've ignored the legs. Oh, no, no, no. Well, they are short. They're almost, they're almost sort of Tony Hinchcliffe. No. Oh, come on. Taking shots oh, and thrown over here. How dare you? Jesus. I am built. He has much thicker legs Thank than you. me. Uh, wow. This is incredible. So you really just eat ass. 
Yeah, yeah. Is that true? Yeah, well, once in a while, you know, just to, uh, depending on the lady, I don't mind just going to go crazy. But like, so it's not like a first date no, thing? it's like, like a two-week thing? Two-week? It's like a special <laughs> anniversary? No. What do you find out in those two weeks? Oh, because she has an annoying voice, I'm not going to eat her ass. If I don't want to keep her around, I'm not going to eat her ass. I can't do it. You say that again? If I, don't, if I know she's not going to kind of stick around, I can't eat her ass. Wow. No, there's got to be a level of commitment before you yes. eat someone else. Of course you're a gentleman, of course. But how fast are you willing, are you a guy that will fuck on the first date? Yeah, totally, yeah. Right, yeah. Stick your dick in a vagina with no condom whatsoever. Well, yeah, maybe, whatever. Do you have a preference of types of asshole? You like a big fat ass, a big asshole, a hairy asshole? An asshole that doesn't really look like an asshole. The least that looks like an asshole, the better. So, you're saying that you want an asshole that looks like a dick? Like a ear, like a weird thing. Oh, we talked about it. about it. You don't need to think about it. You don't need to think about it. Perfect brown blue knot. Yes, okay. Can I ask, when you're not modeling for romantic fiction, I love it. What's the other job? I'm a bartender, waiter guy. Bartender, waiter guy. Yeah. Okay. Where do you where do you pick up the ladies? Uh, nowhere, never really. Just kind of open mics and shit, you know. Wow, that's you pick up people at open mics sometimes, so yeah. you're getting sympathy sex. Yeah, totally. <laughs> okay. It's my big closest. Just chicks, like man, you were, you, know, so you really, you really, yeah, it works. you really need shit on stage. Yeah, and I know, like, you should see me need shit out of your butt, bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You got two weeks to prove yourself, and then I'll munch your butt. Exactly. Yeah. Pretty much. Two weeks, but if they properly and eat uh, healthy. I'm sorry, but we're workshopping a rom-com here, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks to munch your butt. I think we even have a title. It's a, it's a rom-com or a rim-com or something like that. <laughs> a rim-com? It's a whole new genre. <laughs> With this guy on the poster, people will go and see it. <laughs> it's I, like... I, I, I mean, I don't want to... I think Two Handsome to be funny. It's a lot... Yeah, that's kind of the problem right now. I think that's the problem. Well, it's half the problem. Well, it's a better choice. It's a too long to film. You're like, if, if Jump Nelson didn't look terrible. <laughs> you know, this reminds me a lot of the movie Catch Me If You Can, if we're talking about catching pink eye. <laughs> I like he's built like a genie whose feet are still in the bottle. <laughs> Lighting people up from the ankles down to the Alright, man. Well, we're gonna keep moving through. We're gonna try to get one more person up here. Uh, there he goes, John Milanos, everybody. Make sure you do all your time from now on. That's the lesson to take from tonight. You only did 45 seconds. You always have to do your time. You can't bail out early. Alright, let's do one quick one. Let's uh, let's do it. Did any women sign up by any chance here tonight? Yes. Okay, I'm gonna try to find one because we're going to uh, we're gonna go to the back of the bucket one more time. Is that cool with you guys? Because we can't do any more after that. We let her out. So I'm gonna try to find uh, is Leandra that woman? Leandra Ruffalo, everybody. Here she
anxiety been single for so long? And I think it's because I'm not very enthusiastic about a lot of stuff. I'll explain. See, the last person I was with was very, like, adventurous. Like, hey, you know, I think, um, I think it'd be cool if we had, like, a threesome. I was like, okay, maybe. And then I thought about it, and I was like, if I want to disappoint two people at the same time, I'd go to dinner with my parents. Because at least then I know that for sure they're going to pay, and it's going to be great. <laughs> um, I also have newfound confidence, which kind of is not long considering the last thing I said, but we'll move on. And then, um, yeah, just lost a lot of weight, which is great, newfound confidence. If you guys ever need advice on how to lose the weight, you could take my trick. It wasn't great, but it worked. You could turn your noose into an exercise belt, <laughs> and everything is going to go great. You might end up with anorexia, so you're back at square one, but whatever. Like, you know, that was in the details. doesn't matter. Hell yeah. That's how many words. Oh, how much weight did you lose? She lost a lot of weight. 
Oh, 60 pounds, for real. No shit. How did you do it? You just walk I out. I actually turned my news into And you stopped eating, like, bread and shit? Was that yeah, the trick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and drank a lot of water. Yeah, and alcohol. Yeah. yeah. And, and worked out. Yeah. What, what kind of working out are you doing? Because I think it's really important that you, you work the legs as well as the upper body. <laughs> I've yeah. seen some horrible results. It's <laughs> awful. <laughs> <laughs> You did it here tonight. It was absolutely uh, awesome. And she goes, Leandra Ruffalo, giving us a little female energy. We got one out of the public. She's on Twitter at Malir, L-A-L-E-A-R. And that live audience 